Hello and welcome to Dealer, Melbourne Demons fan podcast. This week, the D's left our finals hopes hanging by a thread after being crushed by a GWS team with no forward line. Neats, you've always hated Canberra. Can we blame this loss on the mediocre venue? I, look, I would always like to blame everything on Canberra. Include, and you have. And I have in the past. We haven't had a cup. We haven't had so many good trips to Monica, if you recall. Do you mm. remember the last game we went to at Monica? We were up by 40 points at halftime, and then we ended up losing by 50 points to GWS. That was horrible. I that also, was a terrible game. I also remember the um, GWS Port Adelaide game we went to, where we went purely to heckle Tom Scully. Literally, that was the only reason we were there. And our other friend, uh, Tom, was heckling Jared Polek, who'd crossed from the Brisbane Lions to Port Adelaide. It was the Adelaide. most bizarre like, <laughs> series of boos that like, the venue has ever seen. It's just ad hoc booing of Scully and then ad hoc booing of... Of um, There's nothing ad hoc about it. We no. hate them. Um, that was probably the most satisfying Monica experience I've ever had. And I've it been was to, good. I've been to that crappy ground it's five awful. times. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And like, look, it's freezing cold in Canberra. The people don't know anything. Do the people not know anything? Yeah, it's like the big Canberra event. It's like the biggest social event of the season. It is true. It's like it is the biggest social event of the season. I mean, it was it was sold out like apparently within like five minutes. Right. Nothing else happens in Canberra really. And even with the quality of the football, it's still the most interesting thing that's happened there in years. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, well, we've taken out our frustration on Canberra. Yeah. Um, but was this our worst performance of the year? Yeah, I would say so. Given our ins, yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, look, we've had some disappointing losses, hmm. but I don't think they've been as sort of – I don't think they've – I just don't think we've been that out of a game that we were like we were on the weekend with our first string midfield in. Yeah, to me the closest parallel is – the Fremantle game where in the third quarter, Fremantle just ran rings around us and it was about seven or eight goals. And that's what the first quarter this year felt like. But at least in that game, we came back at the end, we had the lead and then they pipped us. This game, there was no real real fight back. I mean, there was the odd goal here and there in the last couple of quarters. But... It was just, it was awful. It, was, it really did look sort of like um, the Melbourne of yesteryear mm. where everyone kind of thought, you know, this is a team with real grunt, yeah. um, who are good ball winners, but just lack outside pace and lack right. speed. And, you know, it's funny because this year we've really made a lot of teams look really slow. Yeah. You know, we've even made look Adelaide look slow at some, and on you know, during the first game. That's the bizarre thing. I feel like at the start of this year, every Melbourne fan had the same concern, which right. is we've got... Um, a lot of balls. Vince, Jones, uh, Tyson, Viney... Viney uh, even Oliver, Oliver, hard nuts, um, who maybe lack a bit of pace on the outside. Yeah. And somehow we've just gotten around it. I don't know. And we have not looked slow at all. I don't think, I mean, we we really haven't. But then this game, we really looked off the pace. We just looked like, we also, do you know what? It's also the skill level. Like it just looked like watching apples and oranges. It looked like watching this fleet of like, you know, skillful, amazing kicks versus a bunch of like sort of honest triers. Well, the thing is, we're probably playing the best midfield in the comp. I agree with that, completely. Um, I mean, statistically, Melbourne is actually pretty close to GWS, but it's a bit misleading. I mean, I think our clearance stats are maybe first or second along with GWS. Our contested ball into the last few weeks has been the top few. Yeah. It's just that polish and that That polish. I mean, mean, well, you looked at that, for example, that Cornelio goal, which is really... Because we were absolutely dominating the first, like, 10 minutes. 
And that Cornelia goal from the boundary line, I mean, that was just ridiculous. It's incredible. I mean, none of incredible. our players probably could have kicked that. No. And then they all, they just started kicking goals like that. You yeah. know, some of the goals in that first quarter were unbelievable. Yeah. And they've got an enormous amount of talent in there. The thing that frustrated me, and this is probably the first week that I've been really frustrated with the coaching, is just a lack of inventiveness from Goodwin. I mean, Goodwin... What did think, you want him to do? Well, I think in past weeks, he's been really good about just throwing things around. Yeah. Um, and he did do that a little bit this week. He put Tom McDonald into defence. But, yeah. I mean, I thought Watts was just having a shocker in the forward line. Yeah. Play him in defence. Just get the ball into his hands yeah. or in the wing and just kind of get him into play it. play him on ball. Just make him do something. Yeah, because yeah. he can definitely use the ball. Try Hunt in the middle. Yeah. Um, if not that, put Salem into the middle. Yeah. Um, I mean, play Lewis. I mean, Lewis was okay in the middle, but I don't know, just something to kind of get them on the outside. Yeah. We just seemed to have no ideas there. And so we kept having, I mean, Jones had a bit of a struggle. He was obviously going to struggle in his first game. Always, back, always. But, you know, he was turning it over, being slow. I mean, Viney, maybe he's still hampered by the injury. Yeah. I feel like maybe he... You know, he really had a lion-hearted effort to get back up after his injury and right. played really well against Port. Yeah. But since then, I mean, the past couple of weeks, he seemed a little bit off it. He might have just come back too early. Yeah, he maybe. Might have, I mean, we obviously are very impressed by his his painful reckless endeavour, but maybe it's, it's hurt him. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought we could have tried something a little bit different because DWS had all the answers. We played the wind terribly. And yeah. That's two weeks in two a row. Two weeks in a row now, the wind has not been our friend. And look, I mean, these are probably the only two grounds in Australia where the wind is such a big deal yeah. in an AFL-level match. Yeah. So it's a little bit of bad luck, but the team didn't adjust well. They no. had, You know, the, in the second quarter, I mean, we had so many entries, but just bombed it aimlessly Fairly. to our kind of non-existent forward I line. I know. Well, it was all, we were always getting outmarked by Himmelberg. I feel Himmelberg. like the commentators talked about Himmelberg, and I didn't even know who the guy was before the game. Yeah, he's got the best name in the AFL. It's a very about, good name. It's um, a very good name. But, like, but honestly... Himmelberg, yeah, destroying us. Destroying us in defence. Yeah. You know, and it's. I do think that we didn't really adjust well enough to the fact that GWS obviously didn't have their three, like, didn't have their two best tools. Right. And then also are missing Toby Green. So the most top three goal scorers. Top three goal scorers, which makes the whole thing even worse. But... We really didn't adjust to the fact that their midfielders were just going to start streaming forward and kicking goals, like yeah. from, you know. Right, right, right. And look, maybe it did expose something, um, which is the really big, tall forward line maybe just doesn't work the same way it used to. I mean, well, we, get, well, we get demolished. Usually, you yeah. know, the, the reason I was actually sort of cautiously optimistic before this game right. is because I thought, well, no Pat and no Cameron. So, I mean, the worst part about our team is the fact that our defense usually loses to the big sort right. of imposing key forwards. You know, we've struggled against Hawkins this year, struggled against um, ben, Brown. ben Brown. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of thought, well, maybe this is actually a good thing because maybe this means that, you know, we can beat them for speed almost right. in in the um, in defence. But I don't know if that was the case. No, it, it certainly wasn't. And our forward line, by contrast, um, looked slow. They couldn't really lock it in. Yeah. No one really could take a mark other than maybe Tom McDonald a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think we really missed Hannon being out. I mean, I understand him being rested because he had a struggle the week before. But yeah. it's actually surprising, I think, how slow our forward line looked without him in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt sort of... I mean, Garlett was really well held by Heath Shaw. Right. So it's that's not always really, a tough matchup. That's always a tough mashup. So I don't think that that's really... I mean, that's just that's just difficult for him. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think, and you're, you're going to laugh when I say this, I do think we're missing Dean Kent right now. Oh, of course. And yes, he had a shocking year. I'm, I'm talking about Dean Kent when he actually plays okay. Yeah. But I think he's the kind of player that would be very useful in that kind of game. I think yeah. he just gives us a bit of 
a bit of X factor, a bit of run, a bit of drive. Um, everyone was just lumbering along. I mean, my man Ped. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest day for Ped. But uh, we'll come back to that later if we must. Um, if we must. So are we going to make the finals after this? It seems so weird to even it ask this question. It seems absurd because we were locked into the eight for the majority of the year. Yeah. You know, we were even looking at a top four spot like a couple of weeks ago. We but seriously looked like we might win the last four. It was. And, and finish and third And just demolish. Exactly. Yeah. And be in sort of Richmond's position. Yeah. You know. And now we're 10th. And... I really don't know, to be honest. It's actually a real 50-50. I mean, I know yeah. that Petrarca and Lewis have come out and been very bullish um, and about what, how... What are they going to say, really? I mean, exactly. We're going to be like, guys, yeah. jump off the bandwagon. This the is not going to be our year. It's all, it's all forward Exactly, apart. exactly. I mean, look, if we finish... If we finish, like, win well in the last three weeks, obviously we'll give ourselves every chance. Well, we will. I mean, we'll, we, we'll, we'll make the finals. We'll make the finals. Yeah. I just don't really feel like the form that we're in at the moment... Even if we do scrape into eighth or seventh, I mean, I just kind of think it's only a matter of time till we like lose in the first week and then bow out. But that's okay. I, I mean, mean, that's fine. Given the amount of injuries we've had this season and the horrible, horrible set of circumstances that have accompanied a lot of our players. Right, right, right. I mean, if we make seventh or eighth and lose in a final, at least we're in a final. I agree. I agree. We've been waiting long enough for this. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And so, I mean, the real question is whether we're going to make it. I mean, I think St Kilda, as we'll talk about later. It's it's a fifty fifty game. I agree. I completely at, at agree. Absolute best. I mean, I'm glad it's not at Etihad. I'm glad it's at the MCG. Yeah. But it's fifty fifty at best, and it is. It's two teams that this is a must win. Right. Yeah. It's huge. It's um, huge. Brisbane, we should win. It's not a lock, but I, I feel like we will. I still. think we'll beat Brisbane. I, still I think, think we'll beat Brisbane. It's at home. It's at home. Collingwood, though. Collingwood's I looking know. very good. Well, I mean, they've got a lot of injuries, but they really are sort of coming back quite strongly. Yeah. I mean, they smashed North Melbourne, which makes me even more annoyed that we lost to North Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're looking like one of the form teams in the comp, right? I, mean, I don't know about the form teams. I mean, they're drawing with Adelaide. That's no true, one's getting near No Adelaide. one's getting near Adelaide. They're leading Adelaide by 50 points. Yeah. I mean, look, that's three weeks away. We'll have, presumably, lots to play for still in the last round. Yeah. It's unlikely they will. Um, but, yeah, it's just... It's, 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 it's insane that we actually went from two weeks ago looking at, yeah. you know, this very optimistic top four spot to now looking after a really great win over the Port Adelaide. And now we don't even know where we're gonna if we're going to end up in the eight. Well, this whole season just really seems to be about who's timing their run at the right yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, GWS has been woeful, but it seems to just be getting going. They haven't been woeful. They had a bad patch. I mean, they nearly lost to Fremantle at home. Yeah, that's they, true. Uh, but yeah. now, like, I always love that Melbourne is always the team to play these teams back into form. I feel like we're really good at that, being the sort of, you know, yeah. the <laughs> the starting point for the, uh, for the you know, rebirth of some of these teams. Yeah, yeah. Maybe our conditioning coach got the dial wrong by I mean, a few that's weeks. That's right. Yeah, so exactly. We're peaking at round 13 or something. Completely. I don't know. But if we don't make the finals needs in light of everything, is this season a failure? Absolutely. You think There's so? There's no doubt about that in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We spent most of the year in the eight. We were even looking at a top four spot. And to go from that to not making the finals? No, absolutely. But, but that's not my question. I mean, yes, of course, sitting in round 10 or round 13 or whatever, you'd say that. My question is, at the start of the season, yeah. knowing the kind of injuries that we've had, and it's the amount of hardship we've had, really. Yeah, we've had a lot of hardship. Would you consider it to be a fan? I still would, yeah. yeah. I, I still would. I just, I still think that we had, I mean, look, we've had some really poor timed injuries, poorly timed injuries, but that being said, we have gotten some of those players back and... You know, none of them were really lost to very long-term injuries. These were all sort of like, you know, three, four-weekers. But it takes time, right? It does take time. I mean, you, take you know time. what I was and thinking Gorn about? And was out for half the season. Look, it is, it is tough. It is tough. I was thinking about Richmond, right? 
Richmond is a team which is very reliant on its top few players, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at them, Dustin Martin's played pretty much every game. Yeah. Cochin has played pretty much every game. Yeah. Rance, I mean, they have played every game. I mean, they have, yeah. Um, I'm saying pretty much in case I'm wrong. Yeah. Hedging my bets. I, I think they've played in case, in case our Josh um, decides yeah. to call up, the, listener, <laughs> call up the podcast. And, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Rance has definitely played every game. Yeah. Um, who else? Rewalt's missed the last game or two, but he, but he hasn't missed right. much. Right. Um, and I would say, um, what's his name? Nan Curtis. Right. He's probably their fifth most important player, right? Right. So their five most important players have played every game. Yeah. Whereas with us, you've had Gorn, Viney, um, Jones, yeah. uh, Watts, I mean, Hogan. Yeah. Um, like, it's been a constant hodgepodge of players coming in and out of the team. But these are all critical players. And that's no, the point I I'm agree. making. Like, I agree. Every team, like, you know, GWS has lots of injuries, lots of teams have, but we've had really critical injuries. Yeah, I still, I, I agree with all that, but I still think that it would be a failure. I, I just, I, and you know, like maybe a more justifiable failure, but I still think it'll be a failure. Because the risk is we could end this season pretty close to the number of wins as last year. Exactly. I think last year we won 10. We won 10 last year. And I think for us to like end up on like 11 yeah. wins or something like that is just a real, would be a real disappointment. You know what, for me, I think if we get to 12 wins, even if we miss out on finals, I'd obviously be disappointed, but I wouldn't feel like it's a failure. That's interesting. Um, I think 12 wins, we improved by a couple despite this like outrageous set of injuries and the yeah. Hogan situation. I think that's a pretty good effort. I honestly do. Um, 11 would be disappointing. I'm greedy. I know you're greedy. Uh, well, let us know though. Do you, if we don't make the finals this season, are we a failure? Yeah. Are yeah. we personally a failure? Yeah. Tweet us at Dealer Podcast. Tweet us at Dealer Podcast. Um, but Nitz, on the subject of people considered to be a failure... Who's the a failure? Rowan Bale Award oh, God, for most underrated Sometimes performance. Sometimes your segues are just so... Anyway, <laughs> I'm not sure about them. The Rowan Bale Award, which of course rewards um, an underrated performance, generally in a kind of a, a gritty, uh, underwhelming loss. Uh, this week, pretty slim pickings. Uh, most of our usual favourites played pretty crap. Uh, <laughs> didn't like Neil Bourne's game. I think he's been off. Uh, Chompers Harms did a few things, but, but you know he still sprays it. Uh, Milkshakes kicked a couple of goals, but was pretty non-existent otherwise. Uh, my man Sam Frost had a shocker. You're literally then. going through our entire team. Well, I'm going through the usual suspects. Um, I think it has to be the young fella Maynard. Yeah, I thought he was really good. I thought he showed some real signs. He did, didn't he? Yeah. He kicked a nice goal. He kicked a nice goal. He's got a lot of... Um, yeah, he's a tough inside midfielder. I like that. He's tough, yeah. I mean, what we're looking for is another tough... That's inside midfielder. After this entire discussion, <laughs> what we really need are more tough inside midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. The funny but thing, I like him. I think he's got good grit about him. He's got a lot of grit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure he's exactly what we need in the middle at this precise second. Right. But he did play well. He did play well. Uh, and props to him Racked playing well in this game. Exactly. Yeah, it was game. a very easy, easy game to play ball in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Corey Maynard. With the Rowan Bale Award behind him, he's uh, got a Bright career ahead of him. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's talk about the, the crunch game this week. Um, biggest game of the season for us, obviously. Um, who are the ins and outs, Nitz? Yeah, so I assume Hannon will come back in. I think I Hannon has lock. to come back yeah. in, unless he's sort of injured or something else is going on with him. The thing that's a bit depressing to me is, to me, Hannon is the critical hope for our forward line. And the last game he played, he got three possessions. Yeah, that's a bit concerning. And he wasn't injured. Oh God. Well, but I he mean, he is critical. He is critical. I think Hannon has to come back in. What about Wagner? I think Wagner sounds like he's been pretty consistent. Did he play well in the VFL? Yeah, I mean he always plays well in the VFL. Yeah. Um, and I think the advantage of bringing Wagner in, if we can find a spot for him, is we can push Salem into the midfield more. I do like or maybe Salem a hunt. I just well, I mean Salem more than Hunt for me because yeah. I just really want good users in the midfield. Right. 
And I think I think having Salem at half back, I mean that's still useful. But given our problems forward of the ball, yeah. I really want Salem a bit Just higher. Setting up the um, setting up the kicks inside fifty. Right. I completely and taking agree. the odd shot for goal. So I, mean, I completely agree. I don't know. He really needs to. He's a, such a good kick. I don't know if it's his tank or what it is, but yeah. they've, they've really been focusing on him at half-back. Yeah. I think we're like a million half-backs. Yeah. It's a bit of a waste to have him there. Um, I mean, one thing I wouldn't mind them trying, I don't think they have tried this season, is Hibbert further up the ground. Yeah. Just for a quarter. Try Hibbert in the middle and, yeah. and see how we go. See how we go. You can do everything else. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Wagner. Um, any other candidates? Yeah, so Gus played really well, which is mm. exciting. That's good to see that he's going back to form. That's three weeks in a row, right? Yeah, I think they'll give him another week or so. Yeah. I mean, if they do bring him back. It's tempting, though. It has yeah, to be tempting. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'd love to see him back. Um, Gus would be good. Um, I still think Kennedy should get a chance. Of course you I know do. this is my weekly thing. I could probably just um, play the audio recording You really could. Week. I'm about to go take a like, nap now whilst you do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what the hell's this guy done wrong? He seems to be in the best just about every week. Why not try him as a, as a small forward? He played that role last year, the yeah. first 10 weeks. I don't know. Reasonably I, really, effectively. I think they should give him a go. Yeah, okay, but it's no one cares about Kennedy. Stretch? What do you think about Stretch? Yeah. He's all right. (laughs) Runs around briskly. We really know you. This is is your case for Stretch. Sometimes it's really interesting. I'd love to see you in a team selections meeting (laughs) and just to see what you said. Runs around briskly. Yeah, I don't know about Stretch, but he's all right. He's not a bad player. Um, Okay, so there's a fair few possible ins. Right. Who goes out? I think Pedersen's got to go out. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he kicked a goal. Took a mark or two. Yeah, it's just our forward line looks really slow and mediocre with him, Watts, and Tom McDonald there. But in fairness, Watts played terribly too. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they're going to drop Watts. I mean, he needs no. some time to get back into form. And he did play a bit better in the second half. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, he just really looks way off it, doesn't he? Who? Watts. Oh, I think he's just coming back from injury. Yeah, the last couple of weeks haven't been great. But I mean, I think he'll be fine. Right, right, right. You just have to persevere. Yeah. Pedo, I think, is a little bit of a different case. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for the ped. Um, I mean, who else do you drop? Because there are some players I'd like to see in the AFL, but it's not entirely clear who you drop. I think that's right. I mean, I mean, Neil Bullen's been a little bit off, but I still don't think you drop him. I still no, think you persevere. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's probably had maybe two bad weeks. Right, but before that, he was in great form. He was he in absolutely excellent form. And in fairness to him, he did kick two goals last week. So yeah. I thought he was mediocre, but he still kicked a couple of goals. Harms... Um, you know, it's still got 20-odd possessions. It yeah. wasn't bad. Um, the whole team was down, right? So it's, yeah. it's one of those things. I mean, like, Petrarca wasn't great, right? You, sometimes you just, Petrarca's like, had a few bad weeks, yeah, but you're exactly. not going to drop him. So, you know, I think you, you do have to give people the benefit of the doubt and just persevere. Right. And, and one thing we will say, um, we've kind of gone out of a way to avoid a single positive from this week. But yeah. Max Gort. Yeah, he was he's great. Back, isn't he's he? back. He was fantastic. That was God, great. he was our only player in that first half. I know. Don't you think? He I was know. amazing. He was holding up the whole thing. And the I think whole before thing. before Mumford like bumped him in the head. Yeah. He was ready to bring us back into it in he that was third so quarter. Good. Um so anyway, that's something positive. Because since he's been back in, our midfield has just been garbage, which isn't yeah. his fault, but I don't even know what's but going on. But he was being excellent. He yeah. was really excellent. He was really good. Um so do we beat the Saints? I'm really 50-50 on this game. I really don't mm. know. I, I wish I was more certain, but yeah, I'm really 50-50. 50-50. This is a crucial game. Okay, well, that's an incisive analysis. I know. So I know this is what the, this it's is a crucial what, game. That's what the fans want. I appreciate that. <laughs> this, is why, this is why they tune into our podcast, okay? To yeah, listen exactly. to this side, sort of like top-level yeah. analysis. Yeah, don't listen to the rivals and you can go that no, kind of stuff. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I can't give you much better. I have no idea who's going to win. My, my concern is... Um, the Saints forward line, not not in the game this year, but in general, has yeah. been a huge problem for us. Yeah. If Rewalt gets up, 
I don't know how we we, we tackle him. Yeah. I mean, Sam Frost would be quite a comical matchup on Raybol. He's probably well suited for it. He's big. He's enormous. He runs fast. He kind of lumbers along. Lumbers. I don't really know how to what the correct uh, <laughs> uh, adjective is for Sam Frost, but um. Yeah, I mean, that might work. Tom McDonald on Rewald, I think we've tried before. I don't it hasn't think that's going to work. Well. I also really think Tom McDonald needs to stay in the forward line because we don't really have any other options right now. Right. And then Membry is a player that usually plays really well against us. Mm. No, it's always Mitchington. Uh, Mitchington. Is he in the team? Uh, I could not tell you. I don't yeah. think so. Um, yeah, so the, their forward line is a problem. And they also can exploit us for pace a bit. I think so, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that worries me. But look... My hope is, a number of times this season, we've thought Melbourne's this heading team, back to classic Melbourne. This team is Melbourne. down and out, and then we have this rousing victory. And what we do, and the way we win it, is just to have brutal intensity at the contest. Yeah. And that is something we've been better at than St Kilda this year. Yeah. I don't think they have the same quality of ball winner in the middle. I think that's um, right. I mean, Stephen's good, and they've got a couple of others, but I think our hard-nosed players in the midfield should get them. Gorn in form? Yeah. I'm trying to convince myself here. I can see that. Um, yeah, I think we've got, I think we've got a case. <laughs> we've got a case to win. Uh, I think we will lose, unfortunately. You do? By, um, by like 15 points. Yeah. Wow. What do you think? I'm really 50-50. I really just don't know. Got to make a prediction. I think we'll lose by 15 points. Okay. Well, that's very helpful. Yeah. Um, so I just decided <laughs> to go with your prediction because I genuinely can't tell you. I would love to hear what just, everybody else's thoughts are. Right. Well, it just depends on which Melbourne time. But right? that's it. It really is. I just It's hard to know. I always feel like with Melbourne, though, you can always tell from like the first five minutes right. whether or not they're well, on. Except this week. Except this week when we were amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in general, don't you feel like it's yeah. just... It's all about can, the first quarter. It's always about the first quarter. And you can just tell, you know, that Port Adelaide game, we were ruthless. Yeah. You know, it was it was just so obvious to say that we were going to win and crush them. That Western Bulldogs game, we were ruthless. Yeah. But, yeah. Clearly, we're going to come out um, Hard. all guns blazing. Well, we have to. Because the so season's this on is the line. It. This is it. And so it is for them as well. Yeah. So it's going to be a cracking game. Really yeah. looking forward to it. Um, and we'll be there to discuss the game uh, next week, uh, a couple of days after. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Deluded. Um, you can email us with comments at deluded1964 at gmail.com. Uh, please do like our Facebook page uh, and tweet us at Deluded Podcast. Um, and we'll catch you after next week's game. Go Dees. Go Dees.